Welcome back to Transform Michigan on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your co-host, Angela Waters Austin. And Mordecai and I were just having a conversation about GDP. What does gross domestic product have to do with anything? Why are closing income equity gaps important for everybody? When some of us lose, everybody loses. That's what I took away from, from that data. The data shows that if we had actually closed income equity gaps, that Michigan would have realized how many billions, Mordecai? 50 billion, 92 billion, sorry. By 2050, Michigan stands to gain a $92 billion gain by closing the economic output and the racial equity gap. That's, that's a significant increase in our lives, right? Across the board. Right, and I think we talk about GDP as if it is corporations. And it is largely, you know, employers, it is big business that benefits from that. But it's all of us, because we can't actually support a business, we can't actually even purchase the goods that we need, if we don't actually have the income. So when GDP suffers, everybody suffers. So I don't know anybody who doesn't want their fair share of $92 billion. And when I say fair, I mean fair, because you talked about COVID and how it has exposed inequity. Yes. It has exposed all of the fissures and breaks and all of the ways that the system perpetuates inequity. And it has also brought us together in some really profound ways. So I have about, never seen communities take care of each other the way that we have. No. And think about how many entrepreneurs and business owners out there do not have the adequate workforce to actually carry the business because we've had this great resignation where people said during COVID, you know what? I don't want to work for less than the minimum wage. I don't want to work long hours with no benefits. You know what? I do value be- spending time with my kids, right? And being in their life. I do value, you know, putting the time into my relationships and just have walked away. And so what COVID did, as you just mentioned, it just laid us bare. It shows that everyone was not winning. And that we had those who were being crushed in the system and COVID has provided them the opportunity to watch this, to take a second look at their own personal happiness. I mean, that really sends chills that it was through a dilemma, through a pandemic that we were able to look in the mirror and see ourselves for who we truly are. And we know that everything has changed. So we want all of our listeners to know this This is not something that's going away. People are saying, I want to win in our economy, in my life. And so I think it's personally important. I shared this story, how my mother got sick. She gave me the, I was in high school. She gave me the checkbook. She told me how to pay all the bills. She gave me her car keys. And she said, if she didn't make it out of the hospital, which means if she died under under the knife, it was my responsibility to take care of my sister and to manage the house. And I asked the question, how could I manage a house but fail in school? How can I be a winner? How could I balance a checkbook, make sure that my sister and I ate we, you know, and did everything that needed to be done, right? But then go to school and not pass. How's that possible? And I think it's about this conversation of how we are transforming systems. And so it just, it just really like touched me as you were talking about you know, this mentality and, and really shattering this mentality that I, in order for me to win, you have to lose. 
It's so important to have this conversation right now because we're situating this in COVID and the reality of COVID and that COVID is with us. It's been with us. We don't know where it's going and we're still learning about it every day. But one of the things that we have learned is how important family, how important community is and how important those essential workers are. Yeah, I'm so glad that your mom entrusted you to actually step into that role. And I also know how hard it is. And I'm also thinking about all of the children. Let's bring this back to our focus of children. How many children have been orphaned by COVID? Yes. How many children, how many families are mourning because they have lost their primary caregivers, their secondary caregivers. And this is a reality. So the burden of COVID is not being shared equally. Like every other system, COVID is having a much more detrimental impact on people that we know that had pre-existing conditions. Those pre-existing conditions have a root cause too, inequity. Inequity drives poor health. It drives inequities in education. It drives what we see in, in law enforcement and corrections. Every system is impacted by our inability, and in many cases, our unwillingness to do more for others. And I don't even mean it in a charitable sense. This is not even a charity conversation. This is a human moral conversation. If we know that our neighbor is in need, would we not share with our neighbor? You know, we, we speak in a spiritual context. If we know that somebody needs bread, would we give them a stone? And so we really have to rethink about what it means for people to win and to win on their own terms, not what I consider winning. My idea of what winning looks like may be very different from the next person's, what we deserve, what people need, and what we'll be talking about and sharing stories from all over the state of Michigan and from other places that we can learn from is how people actually just really get underneath these wicked problems and innovate in ways that actually make our community better for everyone. And I firmly believe we can get there. I I know we can get there, especially with the community, our listening community. And, you know, just before we take our our next break here, you know, I wanted to end with our community survey. Like we put a community survey out during the midst of COVID and there were so many people who were winning, right? So many people who were having increase in in their their salaries or revenue. It's crazy. But 90% of the folks who responded to our community survey said that they lacked the basic resources to take care of their daily responsibilities. And so how do we protect those? Those who, again, who people say, well, you're losing in order for me to win. And so let's take a break here and and we'll come back with this whole discussion of GDP again for our next session. We'll be back on Transform Michigan at Michigan Business Network. 